All right, we are live. It's the 228th episode of the Mina's House podcast. We are back together like Voltron. <laughs> I mean to say what? Garnett Briscoe. Dex Stucky. I'm glad you didn't forget this time, Garnett, because sometimes when Shayna's not here, you I'll have your little it. brain farts. I do it on purpose. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Keeps us on our toes. Hey, you know, but sometimes you gotta have a moment of silence for the people that's not with us today. That's all. <laughs> she didn't, she, <laughs> she didn't die. <laughs> I know, but she's just not here today. So just respectfully give her that split second. And then I, you know, I hop into it. I want to tip my hat off to Dexter, who literally just hopped off a plane and made it to the pod. I mean, you know what's crazy? My standing in customs was longer than the plane ride. We got to get that together. I there's something called I think um, pre-check or something like that. Not yep. pre- something. I don't know what it is. There's but they global. Like, there's a yeah, global they, one yeah. and a pre-check. Yeah. They say if you pay a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. you only pay it once every five years. You don't have to stand the line. I don't know who I got to get my money to, but they are going to get it. Like it is. <laughs> We got to do better with that. Like, yeah, we to do better. <laughs> when I came from Jamaica, same thing. We were on that that in entry to get back into the United States forever. Yeah, it's ridiculous, bad. really. Yeah, I'm just impressed that you made it. <laughs> I literally was like, first of all, I didn't realize today was Wednesday until you text and was like, "Oh, we got the pod." And I'm like. Was it? <laughs> I was like, okay. And I was like, I missed three weeks. I'm not missing another week. So, I'm well, here. and then like, I'm giving birth any day now. I mean, I saw those pictures you posted tomorrow. <laughs> you're not going to make it past. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving birth tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you're not. I saw the one picture you were laying down. I was like, how the hell did she get up? <laughs> <laughs> With a lot of help. <laughs> yeah, we might not have a pod next week for the next couple of months. Yeah. You know, because I don't know when this baby's dropping and I don't know how my life is going to be, you know, so um, this might turn into a maternity podcast. Who knows? <laughs> Are you excited? Like, how do you feel now? Are you nervous? I'm 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 anxious. I'm not I'm not nervous because I'm prepared. I took a lot of classes like I took labor classes, birthing classes, breastfeeding <laughs> class. I went to a lot. I took a lactation course. Um, I did a CPR course, a sleeping course. They literally like have everything for mothers now. So you 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 don't go in there like not feeling like you're not prepared. Mina, I'm a I'm going to say this on behalf of all of the women that gave birth before, you're going to throw all that training out the window. That's going to be the difference. <laughs> no, but Mina's a planner, though. Like, she's, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. about it and follow. It's a planner to that head start poking out, and it's like, oh, I've never felt... <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, I'm telling them to give me all the drugs, so I might not even feel the head, okay? It's funny, too, because you're, you're in that stage that I feel like nobody talks about. Like, people always talk about the gender reveal, like the, you know, the, the baby showers and stuff like that. But then there's that period in between, like, where all that stuff is done, the photo shoots and stuff are done, and it's like the baby is coming, but not quite. And nobody talks about this time frame. Because it's hell. Like, yeah. It's like... 
If I eat a little bit too much salt, my feet hurt, my hands hurt, my knees hurt. I'm bloated, you know, like nothing fits. The house was a mess. Last week we couldn't do our pod because literally in this room was all the gifts. I had two baby showers and we put all the gifts in this very room that I'm in and it was chaos in here. And then my shelf broke. Like out of all all periods of time for my shelf to break, my shelf broke. So there's clothes everywhere. It was it was mass chaos. And this is supposed to be the baby's room, right? Like we're supposed to convert this into the baby's room, and then eventually we have to move to another house because we need more space. But um, the way the housing market is right now, that's not happening, right? Yes, it so is. It's... Just 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 call me if you need me. Oh my God! Here go this guy. <laughs> Hello, <plug. laughs> but but it's weird because a lot of people say like your skin starts to glow and your hair grows, and that stuff is happening for you. Like I see it. Your hair looks longer. Yeah, my hair is nice. My lips are fuller. You know, um, I I literally go. I went to BJ's today because I'm shopping in bulk for everything. Because I don't, you know, I don't know how I'm gonna be after I give the baby after I give birth, you know, and I don't know if I'm gonna have time to go buy stuff that you know that and like look he does the shopping but i feel like you know you i want to do the shopping like yeah. <laughs> i gotta get certain things that he's not gonna get you know so um so yeah i mean when i go to when i go out people are just staring at me all the time and i'm like i don't know why they're staring at me do i look really pretty or am i like are they like why is this pregnant woman at the store <laughs> oh, go with that go with they're looking at me because i look so good <laughs> So yeah, there's been like there's benefits to it definitely, but you know, it, you know, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a planner like you mentioned, Dexter. So these things I may not use them, Garnett, but they make me feel prepared for this major change that's happening in my life. And it's all about what I learned is it's all about being comfortable, right? Whatever makes you comfortable in this space, you know, that's what it's about. So taking these classes and, and talking to professionals and people who have done it, it makes me feel a little bit more prepared for what I'm going to encounter in my life, which you can't even prepare for, to right. be honest. We actually have a guest today and he's joining us on time which I am so um, surprised. We're over here yapping about my pregnancy. So um, his name is Ono, and I'm going to let him in right now. Ooh, he was there. Okay. okay. He'll come back probably. But um, I guess we can't start our discussions yet because <laughs> he's about to come on. But, but overall, I think the big thing is Beyonce. Yeah. Overall, and we're going to get more in depth into this after we speak to Ono, but overall, what are, there's so much drama with this album. Overall, what do you guys think? I didn't listen to it. All I saw was the drama. That's all. <laughs> I, I saw Khalees going off. I saw apparently Beyonce changed something, right? Then A lyric, yeah. Yeah. I saw the cover art, which was, you know, amazing to me. I liked it. I like seeing Beyonce like that on a horse that's like glass and sparkly. Yeah, sure. Sure. But yeah, and yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I haven't even, I haven't had enough time to even like dig into it. I wish I could lie and say I did, but that'd be lying. I can't do that. I don't think the music's for you, Garnett. <laughs> I, I appreciate that too, yeah. <laughs> Wait. All right, um, before we get to Dexter, mm -hmm. let's let Ono in, okay? Here he is. Good to go. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? 
Hi, how are you? My bad. I just muted y'all for a quick second. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Your name's Oh No, right? Yeah, it's Oh No. Oh No. Welcome to the pod. My name is Mina Say What. Nice to meet you. Thank you. I appreciate for you guys having me. I'm glad to be here. My name is Garnett Briscoe. Pleasure to meet you, man. Like, likewise, man. Dex Stucky, again, pleasure to meet you. Glad to have you on the pod today. Hell yeah. Oh, you got the green screen going? <laughs> we, we all kind of have to, we all kind of like have something going on just because we're in different places. So we try yeah, to. I, I got to add something to mine. <laughs> Wait, well, so you, Dexter you just so hopped like... off a flight. So Dexter, Dexter just hopped off a flight. So you can't tell him nothing right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, man. So, oh, no. Um, I'm really excited to talk to you because you're actually like uh, like a bilingual rapper. Yeah. Um, out of the West Coast, you're out of LA, and you're signed to Rock Nation, right? Def Jam. Def Jam, Def Jam, right? So, um, so that's a big deal, man. How's everything for you? Just kind of navigating the music industry, um, and and you know, just trying to find your place and what's going on musically right now. I'm, I'm well. I mean, off top, just being signed by Def Jam is just like a huge thing to me. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's crazy. Just being from the West Coast, being Mexican um it's just it's such a huge thing I like I, I feel very accomplished um I know my team does too right now we're trying to I'm doing all types of I'm always every day I'm recording new stuff I'm trying out different sounds and stuff like that right now I'm in the middle of finding the right sound for me um but we're going in right now we're working on a new project I just dropped one sunshine in a bag about like two pro two, two months ago I mean yeah. so um yeah it's it's going crazy I dropped my video too it's at about two hundred thousand already, so it's really exciting. It's 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 an exciting uh, adventure right now. You know, it's going crazy. Can I just tell you, while I was doing my research on you, I had like notes and notes and notes. I'm like, wow, this is so fascinating. Like, why is he all <laughs> this boycott and all this stuff like this, right? And I'm reading this stuff, and then I realized it's not. It wasn't you. It was it's Apollo. Oh no, like the <laughs> and I'm just like this is this is wild to me that because like oh, that's man. not a name that you hear that often. Is that like your actual last name or is that a stage name you came up with? Yeah, it's just a it's a stage name. Um when I was back when I was doing like underground, it was more of like a reaction for my for my fan base at the time. Uh -huh. uh, transitioning from underground to commercial, I figured that would be like, oh nah, like that's whack, you know what I mean? So it was a reaction, but um yeah, I love the name. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like that too. It definitely <laughs> sticks out. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I saw, you know, it's 2022 now. You know, you've been uh, doing your thing, uploading videos and stuff since you've been like 14, a teenager. Yeah. Um, you know, it seems like you dropped your first project around 2015, right? Like ones that's like at least out on the platforms. Um, yeah. You know, Kind of just explain your come up as like you're technically a quote unquote new artist, right? But you've been doing it for a while. You you've gotten yourself to a point where you know you're signed right now, man. So yeah. if you could just you know explain like your come up, how it was to you know get from where you started to where you're at. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it was it was definitely a little crazy for me. Um, when I was young, my so I've, I've always been into music, you know what I mean? I would always go out to uh, like Compton Watts area. I'd be recording at one of my friends' places. This was before I even had a fan base or anything. I was just, I was just trying it. And um, well, it was just like a hobby of mine. And um, when I was like, I wanna say 12, my, my mom got deported. So 
she was out in Mexico and I was staying with my aunt and I would always by bus travel out to LA all the time just to hit the studios all the time, all the time. And um, I, I just did that, you know what I mean? I got kicked out when I was like 14 because I was chasing this music stuff. And um, that's when I really started building my fan base at age 14. That's when it started going crazy. I linked up with one of my boys named 92. He went by Infamizi back then. And um, he did my engineering, my beats. He uh, did my videos. He showed me everything, how to do everything. And uh, we went hard. I grew a fan base. He got deported later on. And uh, I wow. pretty much had to, I, yeah, I had to learn how to do everything myself. So I picked up how to do everything. And then I started doing it for myself. And to this day, I do a lot of the stuff. You know, I, I engineer myself. Um, I do my designs. I direct my videos. I write my treatments. I do pretty much everything. So, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's a lot of hard work, to be honest. Especially, like, I know a lot of other artists only do like the music stuff but i like to be hands-on on everything so because of that i stress myself out but it's worth it i like to know what's going on you know what i mean so that's how i just i in to run up that bag for you man sound like that <laughs> <laughs> hey up man um, <laughs> I just think it's like it says a lot about you for your mom to be deported and for you to really like focus your energy on your career. How was that moment? Because that's your mom. That's like the most important woman of your life. Absolutely. You're young. You said you were 14. I mean, how do you even live life at 14 without your mom? And it's not like it's like she's in a whole nother country. You can't even go and see her. I mean, talk yeah. about that experience and just focusing after that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it was. It was a little crazy. I mean, especially since the fact that my mom's the one that raised me, like mainly my dad left when I was probably like six or seven, something like that. So my mom's the one that always raised me, you know what I mean? So, I mean, going through it, it was, it was like, it was tough, but I thank God that I felt, I felt almost like numb to it. So I didn't let it really affect me. I don't know how it happened. It just happened that way. Cause I know my brother you know it affects my brother sometimes it affects my sisters in some way so but for some reason I talk to them about it and it's just it's not like that with me I'm not sure why I thank God all the time but um yeah I mean I just I, I stay headstrong that's why honestly that's probably one of the reasons why I'm so headstrong and stuff like that and like emotionally like strong Maybe. are you the oldest I'm not I'm the middle child Oh. that's what it is the middle child, the middle kids it's us like we always we're the we're the we're the ones that keep it together it's always <laughs> yeah I, I also heard that i don't know if it's true but i heard the, that the middle child gets the last the least love is that true yes <laughs> yeah, get neglected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are, are there any artists that you like compare yourself to like you know how like everybody has like inspiration and everything do you have that given that your music is so different from most people that are out there um i don't feel like i do um yeah no i i i don't feel like i do but there's a lot of artists that i do um i do feel have influence over me you know what i mean um there's certain things that they do that i'm just like oh wow like that that's so dope uh but i i don't think i compare myself okay. i was gonna say that i don't like we have cardi b right Cardi B does pop, you know, she she speaks Spanish, she does rap. I don't think there's a male counterpart for that. Like that bunny is similar. Uh 
he's he's more Latin. Like I would say he's more in yeah. the Latin lane. Yeah. And like people, yeah. you know, rappers mess with him like Drake or whatever, but he's not really truly, in my opinion, he's not really truly mainstream crossover. You know, like every song yeah. that he puts out is not on the pop chart or even being played by the hip hop charts. Like it, I don't think there's a male that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there's a male that has done that. I mean, I, I can only think of maybe Fat Joe, you know, I, I actually seen um, this clip of Fat Joe. He was saying something like he was like, once there's a Mexican, it's that person's going to be like the biggest person in the world. And like when I saw that, I was all like, damn, like, I feel like he was talking to me. Right. <laughs> I was you all like, yo, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. So I'm Spanish too. And I'm, I'm on, you know, I'm on, uh, I do hip hop, you know, I'm on the radio on hip hop stations. I always find people try to put me in a box. Right. So people either try to put me in like that Spanish box or then, or like, you know, the hip hop box. And, and I, I don't know why it's like, we're, we're all very, um, I think as people, we're just, you know, complex people. It doesn't matter what race you are. It doesn't matter where you're from. We're complex. We like different things, you know, um, how does that happen to you in the industry now while you're making music? Like people are trying to put you in boxes to make you like market to a certain audience. And how, how are you dealing with that? If that is happening to you? Um, right now, not, not so much, but I remember back then I would, for some reason, I would bet I would always get put into like a Chicano rap mm. box, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, no, 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 like, no, no, <laughs> my music first, like, it's not that, you know what I mean? But no, now, no, now it's definitely a little different, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, for sure, different. It is do you have a dream collaboration, like an artist that if you could work with, you're like, this is it, like, I made it, I'm good to go here? I mean, probably. Only because every song this person gets on, it goes big. Probably a Drake collab. You okay. Know? Just I slightly, because he- I slightly thought you were going to say Fat Joe, but okay. <laughs> no. I mean, I love Joey, but if it's like Joey or Drake, hello. That's a full circle moment. It's like a personal full circle moment for him with Fat Joe. We going global decks. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to him. Uh, so, like, you know, you're from the West Coast. That's the place where a lot of legends have came. It's a lot of influence in the game right now, coming from the West Coast. Um, You know, how has being from that coast and like maybe getting the support because you're from there um, kind of like influenced you? And like, how do you feel like right now hip hop is being influenced by the West Coast? Um, I mean, I feel like, I feel like West Coast definitely influenced hip hop. I mean, so does the East Coast, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I feel like they both bring bring a lot. Um, but you know, we're specifically Latino sound in the West Coast is starting to get a little more tapped in. So I think that's really dope. You know what I mean? Um, because in the East Coast, Latinos have been heard a lot, but in the West Coast, not so much. So I feel like that's starting to pop out a little more, which I personally think is fire. Um, I feel like it's starting. My time's coming, maybe, hopefully. <laughs> no, no, it is. It is. My it time's is, coming. It is. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, most definitely. Oh, no. Tell me about the day you got signed to Def Jam. Like, how'd you make that happen? Um, it's it took it took a little time, but the day it finally happened, it was it was like it was 
I felt changed. I felt like, wow, this is a huge opportunity. It's really about to go. We got a big machine behind us now. That's how I still feel. We're we're just gathering the perfect project to really push and just to go crazy with. Um, so yeah, I still feel very like, yo, we're, things are about to go. Things are about to go. I'm still very excited. It's a blessing. You know what I mean? I feel I'm very um, appreciative of it. Steve, Mojo, Frisco, Brandon, everybody who helped me make it happen. Like, it's super dope. You know, um, I'm excited for the future. Why did you think they signed you, though? Like, what what did they see in you, you think? Like, did you know, like, oh, yeah, they're going to sign me. I got this. Like, nah, nah, I was because we were having a lot of meetings. We were, we were taking a lot of meetings and stuff like that. So I wasn't fully sure they were, but um, all I could think is maybe just the fact that, you know, the whole Spanish thing is an untapped market and it's barely getting tapped into. So I feel like maybe I was just one of the people that they wanted to roll the dice with. And, you know, um, which I feel like is a good move. So I'm excited. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Yeah, listen, listen. You, I'm, we about to change the temperatures. You better keep an eye on this with me too, man. I, I, have, I have a question like that too. You, you <laughs> um, um, see it. I, yeah. I can sit in the glasses. I can sit in the hair, man. <laughs> how, how have these women been treating you since, you know, you went from, you know, oh no, now you probably, oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, you, you like, Tell you, let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. Hey, I mean, you know, hey, LA is crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it gets crazy out here. I gotta protect myself. <laughs> right, protect your energy, King. <laughs> <laughs> For real, yo, I got a stage drive on my door. I'll be, you know, every time they, I got visitors. It's time to stage it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Keep the energy clean. So, so we're on, we're on family here now. So we just want you to give us the real answer here. What does sunshine in the bag mean? So, so sunshine in a bag was pretty much, okay. So like me being from, so I was raised in the jungles uh, for like majority of my life. And, um, you know, it's not like the, the nicest, you know, rich area and stuff like that. So to me, sunshine in a bag was always just like the, the vices in people's life. You know what I mean? Whether like it be, smoking money women drinking whatever whatever i feel like sunshine and or music so i feel like that was the best title for it because it was just to bring a little bit of like light to dark dark stuff happening or whatever or just darkness um, i, I saw a it. picture of you and it had you had something in your hand and you captioned this sunshine in the bag and it was a bag oh. in your hand and i was like oh maybe but, maybe but it was some, it was some sunshine in the bag though wasn't it, was it? Sunshine in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> yo you want bro i i went to mexico like i want to say like three weeks ago and they pulled me over i got secondary inspection and the guy was like what are you doing here and i was like oh i'm an artist i have a show at there was like a show i was doing with like twenty thousand people and he was all like oh, okay what's your instagram and he looks up my instagram that's the first picture he popped uh -oh. up and he's all like <laughs> he's all like where's this stuff at i was like oh damn wait the cops in mexico play no games Hell like no. i get scared I, I i literally i felt like i was going to be pulled over and then like locked in a cell and never come out because <laughs> some of them are like corrupt and then some of them are not and you don't really know like which way to go and then they can tell when you're not from there oh hell yeah so it's like i almost got locked up out there and i was so scared i thought i was what never coming <laughs> we were just speeding I, you know it's like just just speeding 
We were just speeding, but they can tell when you're not from there. And yeah. they were following us for a little bit. And I'm like, oh my God, they're gonna lock us up. What? I'm never gonna see my mom again. And it, you know, it, it was scary to be honest. Which uh which part of Mexico were you in? I've been to Mexico a couple of times, but um I we went to Guadalajara. My my ex was actually Mexican. So we were in the, we were in the hood in Mexico. Yeah. So it wasn't even like we were in the nice, like, yeah. you know, like the nice touristy parts like Cancun. We're in the hood. <laughs> and they know we're not from there. I'm like, yo, I'm never coming home again. It's scary. And some of yeah. them, you know, they don't follow any rules. And it's like, Hell okay, no. I might no, disappear no. and nobody even knew what happened to me. Yeah, that's how they make that that extra money. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. Well, <like>, robbing folks. <laughs> it's crazy. So you do shows in Mexico too? Yeah, I did. Um, I did a sold out show in TJ. I was headlining that about two months ago, and then I went with uh, a friend of mine. He's one of the biggest artists in Mexico. He had a show out there. It was twenty thousand people. Um, and I went out there just to perform with him, like about two weeks ago. So yeah, wow. yeah, there are crazy shows out there for sure. No, so what do you so- do in LA for fun? You say what, bro? What do you do in LA for fun outside of going to Dodgers games? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was actually not on my first time, but that was my first time like getting a tour of the Dodgers Stadium. I was tight. crazy, right? Yeah, it was it was nice. It was really nice, yo. Um, but I mean, on my free time, usually, honestly, I'm I'm always somehow creating. You know what I mean? Like like today, this morning, I was supposed to go shoot. Uh, like I was gonna shoot. I like to get behind the camera sometimes. Um, but I was gonna go shoot like a commercial for some uh, business of one of my friends. It's just like a hobby I like to do. It's just I, I have fun with it. I have videographer friends who come through and just help me. Uh, with all the you know the heavy lifting and the little stuff so I just do like the fun parts you know what I mean (laughs) but um yeah I mean honestly mainly I just like to create whatever I can do to create but out here there's just also you know there's the beach there's Hollywood I always got friends who want to like you know uh smoke weeds you know what I mean so (laughs) that's cool you know let me ask you this, um, Tyga. So, do you know what's going on with Tyga? He dropped this song called "Ay Caramba," and there's like all these Mexican stereotypes in the video. And apparently, it. like people that are of the from Mexico in the Mexican community were offended by it. Like, as a Mex artist that you know you're Mexican, does mm-hmm. that bother you? Have you seen the video? I I did see the video and. Um... I don't know if y'all, y'all remember his uh, his last song, the Go Loco one. Yes. <laughs> like when when I heard that one, I was all like, I like I see what y'all doing. You know what I mean? I I kind of like they didn't take it as far as that I Carumba one. You know what I mean? But like when I saw that, I was just what just made it worse is that they didn't get they didn't get a Mexican artist on it. They got mm. like uh, what what's John C? I don't know what he is. He's like. I don't know, Puerto Rican or something, probably. But yeah, yeah like a, so it just, it didn't really make sense. And then when I saw that, it just like, it got to a point where it was just all like, oh, damn, bro, that's a little too much. It's funny, I actually messaged him after Ty got, I know he probably ain't gonna read it, but I was just like, yo, I see what you're doing, but you should get me on a song. <laughs> you, would right. you be open to collaborate with him? Um, yeah, I would most, I, I used to play Tiger all the time. You know, I don't, I don't think what he's doing, like, I don't think he's trying to do it. I just feel like it came off wrong. And I feel like his team's not really 
doing it in the right way. You know what I mean? Because like I said, off, off top, that Go Local song should have had a Mexican artist on it if mm-hmm. they're trying to go for the Mexican like culture and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I don't think there's no malice intention behind it. I just think they're just not doing it right. Yeah, and I also think it's because he's, he's from L.A. He's from that area. He has a lot of Mexican friends. So I think, like, he probably feels, like, comfortable, you know, doing some of these things not and not knowing there might be, you know, and Mexico is big. There's different people, you know. They they, they speak different dialects sometimes, you know. What might, might be cool for someone in Cancun might not be cool for someone in Guadalajara, you know. So it's, like, it, it kind of depends on the person, but... That's yeah, I mean, true. he's been doing that a lot. He did I um A Macarena, Go Loco. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like that's kind of like what he's been doing lately. Yeah, I I, I mean, I just think he should have tapped in a little more with, uh, I guess, Mexicans, if that's what he's trying to do. Smart. It's very smart. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Plus, I don't think I don't think a lot of Mexicans are like offended by it. I think I think they fuck with it kind of. Um, oh wait, I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> it's wild though because if it was the other way around, we would yeah. be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's fucking hilarious. Bro. Well, it's funny because, you know, he's Mexican. So I wanted to ask him because mm-hmm. it's funny. Tiger said in his apology, like, oh, I don't think Dominicans or Puerto Ricans are going to be offended by it. But it's like, no, they're not because they're different Spanish yeah. people. Exactly. <laughs> We're yeah. not all the same. Like what might offend one said. one group of Spanish people are not going to offend another group. That's that's true. That's true. Yeah, he, he probably he probably he just worded that wrong, I guess. Yeah. So oh. drowsy. I, I mean, Drowsy to me sounds like a pop song. Like the video is fire. The the song is fire. You know, like what what's the move now when you talk to Def Jam? Like, what are they trying to see you do? Are they trying to see you more go down like maybe the hip hop lane or or the pop lane? Like, you know, um, what's the direction there? I mean, truthfully, like the the whole hip hop thing, I even tell my manager all the time, like that's that's forever. I'm forever going to do that stuff, whether I release it or not. It's, I'm just always going to do it. But I think right now it's definitely a little more uh, pop, um, but not like um, not really like drowsy pop, more like just pop. Um, so look, last time when I went out to New York, I linked up with some people from Def Jam and one of the dudes, a uh, real cool dude, he was like, yo, you know, Pop doesn't mean, you know, a specific alternative or anything like that. It just means popular. So, yeah. uh, you know, like that makes sense, blah, blah, blah. So that's kind of what I'm focusing this time. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to focus on doing alternative or anything like that. I'm going to just focus on doing something that's more like universal, that, you know, uh, melodic and stuff like that. So that's kind of the direction that I'm going to go towards because I don't want to do no crazy transition where you know i'm just straight pop and the people who help me get to where i'm at i'm just like all right late you know so i definitely still want to do something that where i cater to them and they can still enjoy it and stuff like that so i'm just working on like that perfect balance um but i but i almost got it it's it's almost like you know what i mean i'm already working on new music i got a bunch of new music ready so super excited man i'm actually excited for you bro be honest with you even you know 
of course we just met, right? But, <laughs> but um, you know, already your best friend. When he goes back yeah. to LA, he's gonna be like, oh no, what's good? Oh yeah, hey, pull up, yo, pull up. I'll pull up on y'all. All right, let's, you better show us a good time too. Oh right? yeah, hell yeah. Sunshine in the back. Yeah, you know, back for the game. You know. Um, but no, nah, man, I, I really, um, this is more so um, just to get you thinking forward. I'm not sure if you have been thinking about this, but you clearly are creative in more than one aspect, right? And, you know, music can be a very long journey, but it is, it is going to come a point in time where, you know, even if it's 10 years or 15 years, it's probably going to end, right? Yeah, most so, definitely. You know, by you having all of these gifts, man, I say that you just get on them a little early so you can own the things that you do later on. Because I do believe you are going to be a music superstar because of the way you act. You, you have all of the great qualities and, you know, you're very personable. And that goes a long way. I would just literally say, man, build your team on the media. And, you know, you got your videographers, your photographers. You know, that's something that nobody could ever, you know, take from you. And you can continue to build that out to not only shoot your videos, but other artists' videos using your company. You know, I literally just wanted to leave you with that, man. I I really think that you have a really great future ahead of you. And, you know, wish you the best of luck. And, yeah, I'm coming out to L.A. and we're going to make that happen. I'm not not going for an answer, but. Hell yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get all y'all Instagrams, bro. Please, no, when y'all when y'all come out here, please let me know, bro. He needs to link up with Mike Zombie. That's, yeah, 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 we need to make that happen. One of our friends from out here, um, we're from we're from well, Dex is from Philly, but <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> we're from Jersey. Um, oh. one of our friends, Mike Zombie, he produced uh, started from the bottom for Drake. Yeah. Oh, he moved, he moved out to LA and he's like producing and everything out there. Oh, fire! Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. You could probably oh. give me my Drake collab. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> and if not, there's always Fed Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's <Okay>. go. <laughs> not gonna do that to Fat Joe Dex. Don't do that. <laughs> no, well, Joe is responsible for Big Pun. Like one of like <laughs> the biggest, you know, Latin. You know, Latin rappers ever. But again, you know, there's so many representations of Latin people, you know, um, big pun is Puerto Rican. I mean, this guy is Mexican. You don't have you you just don't have that representation yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about you. Oh, no. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate you. Okay. I appreciate y'all for having me. So Drowsy is out right now, right? And then the uh, EP is out as well, Sunshine in a Bag. And then you got music coming out as well, right? I do, yeah. Um, I'm hoping to drop something in September or beginning of August. I mean, August, October, my bad. So it's going to be tight. Looking forward to it, man. All right, when you get that Drake collab, don't forget about us, okay? You know, right? Uh, (laughs) I'm probably going to be the ones to help me get it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, oh no, thank you for stopping through. By by the way, congrats. I heard you have a baby on the way, so I just want to say congrats. How do you know that? I just... I know. <laughs> I do. I do. It's my first. I was just telling them how really? I'm doing like classes. Yeah. Oh. I'm, yeah. I've I've never I've never dropped a baby. So. <laughs> do you get that that morning sickness and all that? 
that was in like the first three, four months. I don't get it now. Now my feet just swole up, my hands and my feet. Oh. I was just out in LA for the BET Awards. Uh, we were broadcasting live from out there. And um, that heat, man, is something different. I was like, I can't be in this heat. Not pregnant. <laughs> like, you brought your baby out to LA? It's traveling already? Damn. I did. <laughs> <laughs> my oh. baby was out there. <laughs> Oh, all right oh no thank you for joining us have a great night or day you're in la so it's day y'all yeah. have a good one thank you so much have i appreciate it you too. All right. bye all right that was fun we, I, we haven't done an interview in so long and i felt like i was gonna be rusty but that was really good like we we were on top of it y'all man we're it. good man <laughs> this. i'm so hot right now that's another thing about being pregnant you're always hot well, I'm not pregnant. I'm just outside. I'm hot too. I'm hot as hell. You know, I was wondering if that was like one of your things, but I'm like, I don't no, know what no. TV show that is. No. <laughs> this is this is backyard. This no. is <laughs> All right, so let's hop back into Beyonce's album, Dexter. Your thoughts? You know what's crazy, y'all? I ain't even listened to it. I didn't listen to the album. I like I've heard what? like some songs, like some some songs here and there. I could definitely tell is probably not for me but i also i have this thing where when pe people tend to do too much but i've seen people talk about the beyonce stuff all last week and i was like okay i'm gonna let them talk about it whatever they're having a good time i love seeing people happy and people have been super happy or whatever about the album and then i'm starting to see so much negativity about the album and about beyonce so that so like today I muted, muted Beyonce. I muted Beyonce. I muted Renaissance. And my life has been so good, y'all. Like, I swear to God, muting Beyonce and muting Renaissance has been like a lifesaver for me. On social no, media? Yeah. Like, no disrespect to Beyonce at all, but I'm sick of seeing it. I don't need it. I don't need it. Y'all are breaking my soul. It's like people are sending stuff to me, like the group chats and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not going to comment on it. I just don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And like, it's, it's brought me so much peace just to not engage in any of that stuff. You know, what's crazy. Like, so my boyfriend hasn't even listened to the album, but he has, he knows all the drama. It's like, you cannot escape the drama that's going on with this yes. album. Well, I mean, I mean, listen, once Khalees dropped that bomb, cause it's like, cause I'm on Twitter. Right. But when I go to the trending page, it's so, like, I, and I only go there to see like, what what name probably shouldn't be on there. Khalees' name was on there, and I'm like, what the hell happened with Khalees? Like, what the? That's heck? good because usually when I see somebody's name who shouldn't be up there, I'd be like, oh damn, they they left us. <laughs> no, I think there's a sex video. <laughs> really? <laughs> when I see a name oh, that shouldn't that's... be there, I'm like, oh damn, someone, <laughs> someone's penis or someone's bare vagina is about to pop up on my feed. I want to be more like you that's because I'd be thinking the person is gone to glory. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just be trying to figure it out. So I was like, I, I, I saw her and I'm like, okay. I went back on my feed and I saw somebody tweet about her. So I'm like, oh, it must be something. It made it to my feed. And then, you know, I watched the video. You know, she's more so talking about not Beyonce, more, but more uh, Pharrell and whatever situation she had with him. And it's a trickle down effect with Beyonce. I just thought it was just interesting because 
we never really know like the behind the scenes that go on within the music industry or entertainment, especially when it comes to contracts, right. publishing, like, you know, a lot of us, we don't understand how certain people can get in certain situations, right. but, you know, to see her speak so, you know, honestly and passionately and with conviction about it, it was hard not to like feel her pain, even though I can't fully understand what's happening, but, you know, to, 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 to really feel her pain about what's happening or transpiring with the sample of her record. And I never heard, the, never heard this record, but, you know. You never heard the Beyonce record that sampled it? I thought you meant you never heard the Khalees record. Um, you feel her pain? Like, when I saw it, I'm just like, okay. You know what? I did, I did feel bad for her as well. And I think the thing that I felt bad for was people were like, well, shut up. You didn't own your masters. It's your fault. You know what I'm saying? But my whole thing is like, that's how the music industry was and not making excuses, but we have all these artists, TLC, you know, um, all these women back in the day who were taken advantage, you know, by, by the system, you know? And it's like, that, that really what I think is the bigger issue here. The fact that you can create, your songs entirely and someone can a steal your publishing b put their name as a songwriter and not even add you the fact that that even that's even possible and it's like it was being done to everybody you talk look at ashanti dexter ashanti (laughs) he's re-releasing her album because she wasn't paid properly for the album the first time right Wow, so it's I didn't like, know that. Wow. But, but it was I a part of kind of like the culture a little bit. Like people were so anxious to get put on, you know, during these times. And it was like, you know, it was still hip hop is still kind of like, you know, hip hop started in the late 70s and in the 80s. And then, you know, it started to transition in the 90s. So like hip hop didn't become mainstream, like ma- mogul, like worldwide until maybe the 90s, you know, where like you're performing overseas. I'm not talking about you know, you got a couple of songs and they played in your borough. I'm talking right, about right. like mainstream success. Hip hop didn't start seeing mainstream success, like worldwide global success until the nineties and the early two thousands. And it's like, these artists were still learning. They were figuring it out. A lot of them are poor. They're just happy to have a deal. I feel like now the artists are more educated. The kids are more educated about, you know, what their rights are, what they should be asking for, get a lawyer. But back then it was kind of just like, oh my God, I'm being signed. Absolutely. I'll take whatever. Yeah, and, and it's crazy because a lot of that is still happening today too. With like a lot of these deals that these people look at Fabio like- Foreign. They said Mace gave him five thousand dollars. Yeah, I watched the rebuttal interview on that. So Mace went on. Um, he went on. Uh, no, 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 million dollars worth of game. He 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 went on million dollars. Oh, right, 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 right. And uh, that was on Drink Champs. And and I mean, he pretty much broke it down to where I could understand it. Like he like he he from his standpoint, he did a good job. Now, I don't know what's really happening between him and Fabio Farm, but just to go by his rebuttal, it, it, it didn't come off as bad as it seemed when Fabio was just speaking. The same uh, thing probably applies to Khalees too. Like it's like maybe, what, right, at the time, like maybe it did make sense to everybody. I just don't really have a lot of sympathy for Khalees in this situation because like you never spoke up about this. So like now when like something is coming out and somebody's using it and crediting you too, like giving you the credit that you deserve for it. Now it's like, you're upset about it. But like two months ago, 
you like you weren't saying this like 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 Anita Baker is a really good example of this as someone who's just like they're not letting me do this like I I'm not please don't listen to the music at all because I'm not getting paid for it like that I can kind of respect a little bit more than Khalees getting upset about a sample of the song being used and you're not and you're not getting paid for it or whatever because like she was talking about it when nobody was sampling her work she just did not want you to listen to the music because she was trying to get her 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 um or her masters and stuff like that. It just doesn't seem like Khalees was trying to do that. It just seems like you picked a fight with Beyonce, to be honest with you. I, I think it was a nerve that got struck that I think Pharrell's been poking, you know, using her music, you know, her, and she keeps it. It's like, it's like comic kind of like you're poking the bear. Like Khalees hasn't that, put out a hit in years. So she's a whole chef. Decades. You know, decade right like she's a whole chef like she's on a whole different career right <laughs> so it's like she's trying to like get over and then like little by little you keep seeing someone like see poking that. the bear i imagine imagine you're listening to an album and you're like that's my voice <laughs> <laughs> that's my song but it's not like you didn't know that you didn't own it like no but imagine like just casually listening to Beyonce's album and then like wait a minute that's my stuff <laughs> Beyonce's using my stuff where's my money well, where is my money because I know you making money off of this Beyonce where's my money that is my voice I, I literally can feel her doing that and, and and I'll piggyback on what you said. I think that's like the grand thing. Like, you know, maybe somebody else can use it, right? And maybe, you know, it might turn into a hit. But if it's on Beyonce. Beyonce, album, right. It's like, do you know how much money I'm missing out on and the person that probably did me wrong or I'm saved did me wrong is about to get because of this, right? It's like, that's going to hit a nerve. And to uh, go, go to what you were saying again, though, if I was maybe her, like, it's do you be quiet? Because you can be quiet and no one knows about this song because the numbers on this song, is, it's going to be a star <laughs> next to it on iTunes because you spoke out about it and everybody got to hear what song you're talking about. <laughs> I definitely went and started searching for the song and then there were two songs that they were talking about it's Milkshake that she it's called the intro pull where they like re like rewind it and or something mm -hmm. it's not like fully a sample it's called the intro pull something um where they like they kind of rework it mm -hmm. you know um, and then they're using her vocals. So I can hear her vocals. I can hear that. I wouldn't have known. Oh, that's Khalees. Obviously, yeah. Khalees would know. But I can hear vocals. So I believe there's two songs um, that, that were used, one of them being Milkshake, which is the beat that was kind of like, you know, kind of um, reworked a little bit, and then her background vocals. I thought it was crazy, though, that Beyonce pulled Khalees' parts out. Like, why not just pay her? Because I think it's like it's kind of like one of those things if somebody were like to use like I don't know like this episode specifically of the podcast that they more than likely wouldn't credit Shayna with it because like she's not here. You you get what I'm saying? Like 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 I think it would have been nice for her to do, but it's kind of one of those things where it's just like 
as far as Beyonce and her team are concerned, like they cross all their eyes, wait, they dotted all their eyes and crossed all their teeth. Like they they did what they were supposed to do. And like your name didn't come up as someone that we should be reaching out to with this because like, you know, we, we got the, this, you, this person owns this, this person owns this. Like, let's talk to this person, this person, this person. For all they know, Pharrell is paying police. You know what I mean? Like you, you and her got some deal that y'all doing their stuff. But as far as this sample to get it cleared, like, we talked to the right people and it just sucks that she just wasn't a part of it. No, but I get that. But then when you see her rant. <laughs> oh, when I see your rant, now you can kiss my ass. Because, like, <laughs> you, 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 cause point, I yeah. just put my album out and I want people to be excited about my album and stuff like that. And you're going to sit here and talk about I'm stealing? You got to fuck <laughs> Like, now I don't want to fight. But, it's, but the root of the issue is my song was stolen by Pharrell and Chad and no one reached out to me to tell me that my song was even being used, right? So the root is I'm not getting paid off of this. Like I, I, I was, I was robbed. I don't understand why you just don't give her money. I just feel like wait, I don't like know who, who give her money. Beyonce. No. <laughs> why wouldn't you just pay the woman? The root of no. the issue is she's not getting paid. That might not be her job. That might be. Yeah, that's on Pharrell and who like that's on. I'm them. just, I'm just saying. I thought I. I, for me, when she pulled her off the record, I'm like, this doesn't resolve the issue of the pro. The the issue is, you, my my song was stolen and I'm not getting paid. Why not just pay the lady? That's what I don't understand. Because then I pay for it twice. Then that means because that means I already paid for real and all them for. It. Now I got to turn around and pay you for it just because I feel bad for you. No. She kind of said it within her rant though, where it's like. You know, hey, look, Beyonce, I respect you, but man, like you preach all this woman empowerment stuff. Right. What you doing? Like, what's up? Like, show up. Right. I think if you were really about uplifting women and look, I'm not, look, I don't want to beehive to attack me or nothing. Okay. I do. Attack me. No, but it's like, (laughs) I, that, that response really surprised me because I would think Beyonce would be like, oh, really? Somebody I knew put you in a bad deal? Like, damn, that's messed up. Here's a hundred thousand dollars. I think possibly that could have been a been a thing that would have happened, but I just don't think Khalees went about it in a way that, right way. that would okay. have made sense. Like if you would have went, maybe like you had had Nas call Jay Z. They don't talk. First <laughs> well, of all, just, I don't know. Like just have somebody. Khalees left somebody. that green dress in in their house. And that was their wedding dress. And that's how she broke up with him. She said, I don't want you no more. Here's the green dress. Oh, is that why they don't the speak no more. Is that why the dress was the album? Co- like, really? Yes, that was her wedding dress that she left in the house. Like, here, you can keep this marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that little well, dress broke his heart. Yeah, I mean, that's so sad. But I just think that if police would have handled this behind the scenes, just had somebody reach out to her team or whatever, just making this public like that, for me, I just feel like, if I'm Beyonce, I'm I'm defensive now. Like, the last thing I'm thinking about doing is throwing you a couple dollars because, like, at this point now, like... You you done got the people calling me a liar and a cheater and a snake, and you got the girls talking about somebody ain't, ain't up there for women. It's like we can't go down that path, Khalees. No, we can't do that. Okay, so I've never ever in my life seen a Beyonce album go through this much drama. Like everything from it being leaked, the fact that Beyonce's album was leaked is just like a sign of the times. Like if the like Beyonce is like the most powerful artist, right? In my opinion, like, I agree. 
the most if we're going to talk about power, most powerful artists globally worldwide i i mean beyonce immediately comes to mind right so it's like for her to have her album leaked and acknowledge like, it too she acknowledged right. that it leaked which most people wouldn't even do i actually respected that a lot too like like i like beyonce but i i do think her fans <laughs> but like the fact that she acknowledged the leak i thought because you know this is insane to me. This is when I realized, like, we're going to have a hard time with this album. I knew this before. When the album leaked and her fans were like, <laughs> her fans are like, we will not listen to Don't this listen album. To it. This is wrong. We're reporting your page. They were arguing with people who are listening to a leaked album. I said, this is going to be nuts. I knew it. And look at it now. It's insane. I'll tell you what. I love Drake to death. But if Drake put an album out and it leaked, I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to listen to the leak. I am. I'm going to listen to the leak. I'll listen to the real thing when it comes out to whatever, but I'm listening to the leak. I've, I've been anticipating this. I like the artist. Yeah, I'm going to listen to the leak. I didn't listen to the Beyonce album because I didn't want no smoke with the Beehive. I mean, even when the Khalees stuff came out, they, they, her, Khalees' fans reacted to the leaked album. People were even saying, like, well, why you listen to the album in the first place? <laughs> it's nuts. Like, it's insane. <laughs> no, but the gag is remember, we were talking about how she had hired people to like meet to the album, yeah, to make uh -huh. sure like. Uh -huh. She didn't work with anybody that was part of the Me Too yeah. or, you know, yeah. anything. It's so crazy that, like, she literally went through, allegedly, I don't know, she literally went through lengths to keep people that have, you know, been um, in violation of the Me Too movement off of her album. And then literally it's the most dramatic, like, release ever between... Yeah. Khalees saying that she stole her song and then again the ableist community the disabled community that came for Lizzo they came for Beyonce and then did you see Monica Lewinsky wants her to take her name off of Monica, Monica really could go to hell though like that's what I want you to do like, you she said yeah you oh Beyonce you changing lyrics well, while you're changing lyrics, why don't you change this one? Uh, do you still have that dress? As long as you still owe that own that dress, I don't want to hear nothing from you. And and by the way, that album that that Monica Lewis is talking about came out in like 2013. Right. Go to like I that you gotta stop. Wait, and then Diane Warren, the legendary songwriter, saying why? How does a song have 24 writers? Yeah, I saw that. I saw now that. look, now look. <laughs> I kept quiet on that, but I feel the same way. You, ain't, it ain't fifty people standing in the room writing those songs. I'm like, what's up? What's oh, that's 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 her giving back to the community. Kanye West actually do it too, where you know, if you're in the room, if you're present, because he likes to have people present, right? If you're present, he will give people a point or give people a credit because you're in there giving him the energy for the song that he picked for his album. Oh. I can, I so, can expect that from Kanye West. Yeah, but you can't blame her for like trying to take- Let me, let me just say, I can respect that from Kanye West because I know that Kanye West literally is in that room writing this stuff down, looking around, seeing who's in there, talking to the people. Beyonce ain't writing nothing. So like <laughs> your name don't even, like, when you start taking them 27 people, I'll take yours off first because you ain't writing nothing. Like hey, you just- Maybe she might owe them. <laughs> <laughs> they probably did more than she did. They, they, them 26 other people did more than Beyonce did. Well, it, it, it's crazy, too, because um, what's his name? Eric Bellinger, right? 
So mm-hmm. this was a few years ago, but he was basically talking about this. I guess he wrote a couple Beyonce songs or at least was credited for it. Um, he basically broke down how, you know, she ran like a boot camp for, I don't know, I don't know what album this is, but she basically ran like a boot camp for this where it was like 24 artists in there. And like, they were all in their rooms. Meanwhile, they're in like this huge mansion show somewhere. So it's not like, you know, it's a real boot camp. They're a little lavish, but they're working. Why, you know, she's doing her thing. And then at the end, you know, she'll come and touch up. No, I want this, I want that, I want this. Um, but that's the environment that, the albums get created in. Mm-hmm. So imagine if everybody's kind of in that room and it was like, well, you know, I did this, I did this, well, I did this. Or it's just like, hey, look, same thing, you know, the, the, the Kanye approach, but it's, I, I think it does people justice because there's going to be some people that's going to win a Grammy off of some of this because they, you know, they, they wrote it. And that's just a, that's a, uh, that gives them a leg up to go and do what they got to do in, in their career. Very true. Let me say this though. A lot of like old school artists, they didn't write their stuff. Like what, what the labels used to do is they used to find voices, right? They used to find amazing, like powerful singing voices. And then like, you even see it with the temptations or, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you see, you know, you watch some of these documentaries, like a lot of these artists, when they first started, out back in the day they would just sign people based off their voice or you know their talent and then other people would write their music you mm-hmm. know and they would sing music that someone else wrote somebody obviously me we've evolved that. since then what somebody told me j-lo did that but i don't know if that's true or not <laughs> i mean it was it, it was just a you know it used to be that way you know i mean whitney houston some of her iconic songs were written you know, that she sang were written by other people yeah so it's like um it's not like that anymore. I mean, I think we we have more of an expectation for artists to really be artists and be creative. And then when they're not, it's like we drag them like you ain't right this. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think yeah. the, the culture has just changed. But before it, it wasn't like that. It was, hey, we wrote this song for you. Sing it. Right, you know, right, right. and then you can no even say sing it like this. <laughs> True. So, but artists like Michael Jackson broke the mold. Like he was writing his own stuff, like producing his own stuff. It wasn't. It wasn't always like that. If you had a voice, you got signed. That that was it. Point blank. Period. Now you don't even need a voice to be signed. <laughs> you don't even need to know how to sing. <laughs> so, all right, y'all. <laughs> that is today's pod. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you to Ono for joining us. Um, definitely had a good conversation with him and God willing, we will all be together next week. If, if I don't drop this baby or if something else doesn't impede me from being on the pod. Okay. Oh, you don't drop this baby on Friday. No, it's definitely, she's, the baby's coming this weekend. Going down. It's you going think? Down Friday, oh, yeah. for sure. I'm you telling you, that picture, guys, go to Mina's Instagram and look at her, uh, her, her latest maternity shoot. And look My at latest picture. maternity shoot? Because you had like seven. <laughs> <laughs> and look at the picture of her laying on the ground. That's all I needed to see. How long ago was that? That was this past week. Oh, that, yeah, was so that was yeah, Sunday. That was Sunday. You not making it to this Sunday. Watch. Don't put that on me. Everybody got like thing. bets going when I'm giving birth. <laughs> over under. We taking bets. Over under. We taking them.
<laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for watching. It's the 228th episode of the Mina's House podcast. I'm Mina Say What? Garnett Briscoe. Dex Stucky. Hopefully we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>